welcome to the Excel Still More podcast. I am your host, Chris Emerson, and we are here to talk about tips and strategies that you can employ to deepen your faith, improve your relationships, and just get the most out of your life. Thank you for joining. Let's get started. I'd like to begin this episode by saying thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting the program. Thank you for all that you've said and done to make this work. It means a lot. In fact, that phrase, thank you, is the theme for our episode today. I am committed personally to saying it much more often. There are sometimes words we say in its place like thanks or I appreciate it or even when someone's in front of me, a shrug or a smile. But in the English language, it doesn't get any clearer or more potent than saying thank you. It's an opportunity to do two things, two very important things. Number one, express genuine appreciation. You have done something that is valuable to me, and I appreciate you for that. Also, usually, by the same token, it makes the other person feel appreciated. For that moment, when they hear those words spoken to them and respond with something kind, like maybe, you're welcome, it just makes them feel good and useful and makes the relationship a little bit better. And anything that makes relationships better, that communicates value for another person, well, we ought to be doing a lot more of that. In fact, I'll go ahead and tell you, the big challenge at the end of the episode is to see how many times Throughout the rest of today, you can say thank you to someone. In how many situations can you find a way to use those words? It would be great if you would take that challenge for the rest of this week. Try to remember every day this accomplishes two incredibly important things. On the one side of it, I make sure the conversation is not about me. And on the other side of it, they get to feel something positive for having taken the time to share. It turns out, from a biblical perspective, there are so many passages emphasizing the importance of thankfulness, identifying when you are thankful and expressing that, particularly to God. All of these wonderful things with God that we want from Him are the result of first expressing thankfulness and gratitude to Him. Let me give you an example. In Colossians chapter 3, it says, Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ richly dwell within you with all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another with psalms, hymns, spiritual songs, singing with thankfulness in your hearts to God. In fact, verse 17 says, Whatever you do in word or deed, Do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. I mean, basically every part of who we are as a Christian and how we influence others involves the need to express thanksgiving, to be thankful. One more passage on this that's really helpful is in Philippians chapter 4, verse 4, where it says to be anxious for nothing. We read this verse quite often. Be anxious for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. 
It's not that you go to God and you ask him for something and you wait for an answer and then you're thankful. You're already thankful. Your gratitude is what you take into the prayer. So this is where it all has to begin. If we can't be thankful to our God every day, how in the world are we going to express thanksgiving to the people that we have around us? Think about the benefit with God. First of all, it's important for us to understand that our blessings are not about us, and He deserves the credit for that. But also, He's an all-powerful, loving, masterful being. I want Him to feel appreciated by little old me, and I want Him to feel that often. I just have to believe that whatever happens in our relationship going forward, my expression of thanks and His receiving of that will result in very good things. But there's more, isn't there? This isn't just about you and God, particularly with the challenge going forward. We need to understand the value of gratitude given and received with people in your life. So we're going to look at that today, and I'm excited to share with you the content of a really good article. You've probably heard me talk about this man named James Clear. James wrote a book called Atomic Habits. It's a great book. I highly recommend it. If you want to build new habits and learn how to make it easy and make it automatic and all these really good things. But you can also go to jamesclear.com and subscribe to his blog post, which I think he puts out twice per week. I get them via email twice a week. Today I was reading one titled, Make Your Life Better by Saying Thank You in These seven situations. And that's what we're going to look at today. And as you listen to these, you don't need to memorize all seven. I think you're going to begin to see that the challenge here is not just saying thank you more often, and certainly not just in obvious situations, but finding a way to do it in almost every situation, even some that seem confrontational or negative, which immediately triggers something in you a little bit of humility, and a lot less pride, and it triggers something in the other person, that wonderful inkling of a feeling of being appreciated, and can even turn a situation around. You're going to see that as we go through this list. Before we get into the list, I will say he adds one point that ought to be made. He notes that not only is it almost always appropriate to say thank you, it is usually a better response than most of the other things that we say or do. So when you hear this list in a minute, I want you thinking about what would I normally say or do, and I'll try to cover a couple of those. But sometimes they're deflective, sometimes they're selfish, sometimes they disregard the kindness that has been done, sometimes they assume that gratitude is shared when it isn't. And so the point he's making early on is two words in our language, thank you, that connotes something potently and directly is probably a lot better than anything else you would come up with and also happens to be quite useful. Okay, so let's start with something easy. Number one, say thank you when you're receiving a compliment. He writes, we often ruin compliments by devaluing the statement or acting overly humble. Internally, you might think this prevents you from appearing arrogant or smug. The problem is that by deflecting the praise of a genuine compliment, you don't acknowledge the person who is nice enough to say something. 
Simply saying thank you fully acknowledges the person who made the compliment and allows you to enjoy the moment as well. He gives a couple of examples. Someone tells a lady, your dress looks great, instead of, oh, this old thing, I've had it for years. Try saying, thank you, I'm glad you like it. Wow, 20 points tonight. You really played well. Instead of saying, yeah, but I missed that big shot in the third quarter, try saying, thank you, it was a good night. Another example, you killed your presentation today. Instead of saying, did I? I felt so nervous up there. I'm glad it looked all right. Try saying, thank you. I'm really happy it went well. There's something empowering about fully accepting a compliment. You might have noticed that those responses were said with kindness, would make them feel good for having said something, and really stand a good chance of putting a smile on both of your faces. Okay, let's press on to something a little bit more challenging. Number two, say thank you when you're running late. In other words, on occasions where you might be tempted to apologize, say thank you instead. Now, most of us, if we come in late, we would probably say something like, sorry, I'm late. But think about the pronoun that we're introducing. I'm late and I want to make my being late about me. That is not a great way to truly be sorry for something that's happened. But if you turn it around and just say, thank you for waiting, now you're making it about them. You've acknowledged that they've made a sacrifice and you're effectively complimenting them for their patience. So again, it's not, I'm sorry, I got stuck in traffic. It's, thank you for waiting. Thank you for your patience, which is putting a value on their sacrifice. And I guarantee you people appreciate that. And what's cool about that is maybe they haven't even said anything yet. And they're waiting. You know, you walk in the door, you're late. They haven't done anything kind yet. They've just looked at you. But instead of making it about you, which could trigger a negative response from them, by showing appreciation for them right off the bat, you probably just change the tone in the room and are much more likely to get a favorable response. Okay, James Clear's article, point number three, Say thank you when you're comforting someone. I found this point particularly helpful. In the ministry work, I come in contact with a lot of people going through really difficult times. There are people who lose loved ones. We spend a lot of time visiting people in very difficult times in their life. Maybe they're in the hospital or they're dealing with some pain in another capacity. It can be awkward to know what to say. You want to be a good friend, but a lot of times people just don't know what to say. What we're suggesting is default to thank you language. The article states, and it's well said, you may not know what to say, but all you really need to do is be present and thank them for trusting you. If, for instance, somebody loses a parent, instead of saying, I know you have a lot of great memories to hold on to, Maybe say something like, thank you for sharing that with me. I know this is a really hard time for you. Maybe somebody you know lost their job. Instead of being an economist and telling them the current state of the job market, maybe you could just say, thank you for sharing that with me. I will definitely be praying for you. In times of suffering, we don't need to hear words to ease the pain. We just need someone with whom we can share that pain. When you say something like, thank you for sharing or thank you for trusting me, it makes them feel like they're doing the right thing by confiding in you, by trusting you, 
and it sounds like something that's probably going to help you both. Okay, number four, say thank you when you're receiving helpful feedback. Feedback can be very helpful, but we rarely see it that way. He writes, whether it is an unflattering performance review from your boss or an email from an unhappy customer, the standard reaction is to get defensive. That's a shame, he writes, because the correct response is simply to say thank you and use the information to improve. He gives this example. This work isn't good enough. I thought you would do better. Instead of saying, well, you don't understand. Here's what happened to me. Try saying, thank you for expecting more of me. I appreciate that. Sometimes we hear this in the family a lot. It may not always come off well, but they're trying to give feedback that they think is helpful. So my mom might say, you know, you haven't called your dad in a week. Well, I could easily go through all of the things that I've done this week, building this unnecessary and foolish argument about how important I am and how important my time is, when all I really need to say is, thank you for reminding me on that. I'll try to do better. How do you think the conversation will go with that kind of a response? You see, expressing thanks to people is good when it's obvious. It's a very direct way of sharing appreciation, but it's maybe most useful when it's less obvious. Now, you want to be genuine about that. You don't want to say, thank you for reminding me when you're not thankful that they reminded you. But you know, if you'll just give a little bit of credence to what was said, instead of instantly reacting defensively, you probably can show some genuine appreciation. The next two, number five and number six, and I'll go back through these quickly at the end, are similar. They just ratchet it up a little bit. Number five is say thank you when you're receiving unfair criticism. Now that's going to be tough. When we don't like what was said to us and we believe it was out of place, we instantly want to fight back, which of course has a resolution rate of somewhere around 0%. The article states, when you thank someone for criticizing you, it immediately neutralizes the power of their statements. If it's not a big deal to you, then it can't grow into a larger argument. Maybe somebody says, Chris, your podcasts, you know, they're probably pretty good for people who don't have a lot of self-discipline. But for those of us who have control of our lives, I would consider that a pretty big waste of time. By the way, I'm not going to tell you if someone actually said that to me or not. But it would be very easy for me to become defensive not only of myself and what I'm doing here, but all of you. My friends who are listening and are disciplined people and are just looking to get better. But probably the best thing I could say is, hey, thank you for listening and at least checking it out. I really appreciate that. And hopefully I can help a few people along the way. Now that changes the entire nature and tone of the conversation. Maybe somebody even comes in a little hotter than that. One of the examples given in the article is, your statement is the dumbest thing I've read all week. Instead of fighting back and talking about how dumb they are, maybe you say something like, hey, look, thank you for getting that off your chest. I'm sure you feel better, and maybe I'll do better next week. And by the way, he gives you seven situations to say thank you, and number six is a lot like that. Say thank you when someone gives you unsolicited advice. This shows up a lot, they tell me at least, at the gym where people want to come and show you how to do a proper push-up, or it shows up anytime there's a conversation about food or diet, 
because, of course, everybody believes that the way they're doing things is the only way to do it. See also parenting and maybe a couple of other categories. If someone comes up to me and says, you know, if you would take her out and give her a spanking, your little girl would do a whole lot better. Maybe instead of saying, oh, really? Do you have like a video of yourself doing that so I can study it? Maybe I should say, thank you for trying to help. I'm doing the best I can. Or, thank you for taking the time to care. Would you like to take her home for the weekend? You see, a little bit of humor can work as well, but coming on the heels of a thank you. And then lastly here, number seven, say thank you when you're not sure if you should thank someone. Whenever in doubt, just say thank you. There's no downside, he writes. Are you honestly worried about showing too much gratitude to the people in your life? Should I send a thank you card? If you have to ask yourself, the answer is yes. Do you feel like you're at a loss for words? Are things awkward? Not anymore. You've got your go-to phrase, and as we said, it has benefit for you, making it about them instead of yourself. It gives them benefit, and it's usually the best thing to do. When should we do it? Well, when you're receiving a compliment, when you're running late, when you're comforting someone, when you're receiving helpful feedback, when you're answering criticism, when you're given unsolicited advice, and at just any time when you don't know what to do. So as we close here, remember a couple of things. Start with God. All throughout the day, express thanksgiving. Tell Him thank you. It's good for you both. And remember the challenge is, for the rest of this day and maybe the entire week, use this phrase as often as you can in as many situations as you can, maybe even in every situation, and see what it does. See how it affects you and the other person. So build on your current great relationships, do a little work to repair some that have had issues, and enjoy meeting new people. And all of that can happen just by remembering one little idea. Say thank you. Thank you so much for listening today. We encourage you to check out the website excelstillmore.life where you can subscribe to emails, order the three-month journal, or check out past episodes. As always, please consider sharing this with people in your life who you think we can help. And whatever you do today in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, excel still more.